Hey, everybody. We have a special episode of our podcast today that we uh, decided to put together just for you as a year-end gift for just hanging out with us and being with us uh, for the 2019 year. Uh, listen, uh, we have decided to take all of the Did You Knows from 2019 and put them into one long play podcast. So you're going to get uh, 50 or so Did You Knows. It's most people's favorite part of the podcast. Uh, it's my favorite part of the podcast. And I don't know if you know this or not, but every time we do a Did You Know, I have no clue what the Did You Know is until Rosie reads them. So uh, I am learning them just as you are when you hear it for the first time. And so that's why my responses are so lame because it's almost the same every time. Like, no way, really? Oh. But anyways, so uh, we want you to just uh, enjoy. So sit back, grab a coffee, and enjoy. You're listening to the All Out War Podcast. Do you have a did you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, did you know that Michael Jackson had plans to build an amusement park in both Poland and Brazil? No way. In the, yeah. I'm reading this news article from 1998, and it says that he extended... For uh, extended a for a year. That, okay, I think it's a European thing, so that doesn't translate well the grammar. Uh, <laughs> but he he extended his letter of intent to build a five hundred million dollar amusement park in Warsaw. Wow. Yeah, and then officials in Rio de Janeiro announced last week, so June nineteen ninety eight. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, that Jackson wants to build an eight hundred million dollar theme park in Brazil. Well, I guess if you're a pedophile, a theme park is the way to do it. Yeah, and Brazil is uh, <laughs> Brazil's weird. Right. Yeah. Maybe that's why they didn't let him in Poland. Yeah, Poland's strong about that, aren't strong. they? Strong. My, my, my Polacks. Your Polak buddies. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great place to retreat to if, if once it... That's my plan. Once it breaks down. <laughs> They're the last bastion of, like, pure Western civilization right now. They seem like they're the only ones that aren't giving in to... Craziness. I know, dude. They're, I, they're I, getting I, more and more right wing, and they're like, they print, which is crazy. A couple, fascist. A couple of years ago, or like a year or two ago, when they like joined hands yes. around the entire country yeah. and prayed the rosary, yeah. specifically <laughs> to protect them from Islam. Islam. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, that's Look, man, hey, that's a perfect. I'm so glad you mentioned that. That is the perfect segue into our topic tonight. But, uh, so, uh, did you know anything? Oh, yeah. All right. So, did you know that in 1974, in the 1974th amateur draft, the Buffalo Savers, with the 183rd overall pick, 11th round, drafted or selected Taro Sujimoto, <laughs> who was a Japanese ice hockey player who did not exist. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. So the, explain. So the thing was the uh, basically the coach was just really or the general manager was just like fed up and it was he was just like whatever we're just gonna 
you know, he's just, it was a super tedious process at this particular draft and he was just going to have fun. And he's like, yeah, okay. Just this guy from, uh, the Tokyo Katanas <laughs> is the name that he said in the Japanese league. And he's like, we're going to draft this guy. And, uh, nobody realized that he didn't exist. And so it went in the books and came out and, uh, he never made the team. No, <laughs> he didn't exist. There, there's no, he made that name up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But can, is there a Japanese hockey like league or whatever? I don't think so. I, I mean, probably. Yeah. But I don't know enough about that. But he said, yeah, he found the name in a Buffalo phone book. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, he said the, the team named the Tokyo Katanas translated into English as the Tokyo Sabres, the Buffalo Sabres. Oh, you know. that's cool. So it was clever. Yeah. Um, Did he know Japanese? I wonder if he knew some Japanese. Sounds, I don't know. Sounds like Yeah, he but like, I mean, you can look up his whole stats. He was born... November 16th, 1954, <laughs> from Osaka. He was, uh, he's a center. He was 5'9", 165. But they made all that up. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> he has fake stats. Yeah. He's a fake guy. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool, dude. I, so there, That was a fun one. I like there that you one. go, yeah. Yeah. We'll probably jump into more pro-life issues down the road. Um, we should. Sometime. I, I think that'd be a fun fun thing to do a podcast on yeah but we're going to continue in our oh before that yeah yeah did you know oh yeah i totally forgot (laughs) what do you know man all right so did you know that if you were invisible you would also be blind because your eyes are lined with photoreceptors (laughs) that reflect light so the way your eyes work is that they reflect light so if your entire body was invisible light would pass right through your eyes not touch the photoreceptors and there would be nothing to work with so you'd be blind that's amazing. I love that one. Is that good? That's so strange to think about too. Yeah. If you were invisible, you'd be blind. Yeah, that's that's interesting. <laughs> like, yeah, because it has to receive. It has to have some kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I yeah. guess I guess we've been lied to all these years. Yeah, the Invisible Man yeah. and all, H.G. Wells. Yeah. All these, all those things. So, uh, do you know anything? Oh yeah. Hey, did you know that? Uh, <laughs> That Benjamin Franklin, while he was the ambassador to France yeah. in 1781, wrote an essay called Fart Proudly. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah. Fart Proudly. That's yeah. my kind of guy. Yeah. It's also called A Letter to the Royal Academy About Farting. That's incredible. Yeah. Was that like an etiquette, like an etiquette, like question in the, of the culture? Like, do we fart or not? Like... I don't know. It just said it was in response to a call from for scientific papers from the Royal Academy of Brussels. <laughs> and so he thought that they were getting too pretentious, all the uh, academies. And Oh, they, so he wrote, yeah. Yeah. he's awesome. Yeah. I love that, man. Isn't that awesome? That's cool. We need more people like that. Yeah. Dude, that's a great did you know. Yeah, it says, yeah, it went on to discuss the, the way different foods affect the odor of flatulence. <laughs> And to propose scientific testing of flatulence, of farting. Scientific testing. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's the perfect did you know for our guests that we have in the studio today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So speaking of that, uh, did you know? <laughs> okay. What, 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 okay. What? This one is crazy. In 1962, there was a... So, you know, the acid LSD <laughs> yeah. was big and they were doing all sorts of experiments. We talked about MK Ultra, but anyway, right, so yeah. there's ex- this experiment 
set up by the someone at the University of Oklahoma. So they gave a male elephant who oh, no. <laughs> was uh, 32,000, uh, 3,200 kilograms, big guy. Yeah. 14-year-old male elephant. They wanted to see how much acid it would take to make him go crazy. What? An yeah. elephant? Yeah. So they gave him 297 milligrams, oh, which you don't know anything about acid. Right. Is all that's. It, it, so it says. Is that it, like a sheet of acid? No, it's enough LSD to make nearly 3,000 people experience hours of quote unquote marked mental disturbance. 3,000? Th 3,000 so people. That poor elephant. And the acid back in the day, in the 60s. Yeah. So just <laughs> if, you, if you don't know, back in. The OG acid? Oh, it was crazy strong. <laughs> it was actually acid. And in the 80s, here's a little fun fact. Yeah. In 1982, there was this guy, uh, these two guys that got busted in Colorado. I think they were in like a nuclear silo that they had bought, <laughs> and they were just making tons of ass. They, so anyway, they got busted, these two guys, and like 90% of all the acid in the world, they were making all of it. 90%? It was something outrageous. Like, they were like breaking bad. Yeah. I but, wonder if that's what it was based on. At some level. Like yeah, the story <laughs> completely these guys are just like hippies right. making acid. <laughs> right. But anyway, so in the eight, like right about that time, they switched to something else. So this is crazy amounts of acid. Wow. So this what? is this is what happened to this elephant. So th this is a quote from the research paper. His mate, Judy, a 15-year-old female, approached him and appeared to attempt to support him. Huh. He began to sway... And this is within like 15 minutes. That's his, just so much acid. Of the, and they shot it into him. Yeah. Oh, man. His, so he began to sway. His hindquarters buckled and he became increasing. It became increasingly difficult him for, for him to maintain himself up. So he couldn't stand right. straight. Collapsing. Five minutes after the injection, he trumpeted, collapsed, fell heavily onto his right side, defecated, and went to a status epileptic so he he had a seizure uh, epilepsy attack huh? yeah and he died <laughs> they killed him they killed an elephant and, with lsd and a painful death i'm sure yeah so he just probably hallucinating seeing like yeah monkeys and, then he and crapped himself died oh, <laughs> just went into a permanent brain seizure oh, man that's so yeah all these people that say that acid is because that's one of the things that you never they always say oh it's just a myth that you know Whenever you hear about LSD, people, you know, in the, the 60s and all the, you know, the Reagan right and all that, when yeah. they were saying, uh, that was later on, but, you know, to counteract the hippies. Yeah. They're like, oh, people are going crazy and jumping out of their hotel room windows because they think they can fly and stuff. Yeah. And all that, hippies are always saying stuff like, no one's ever died off acid, you know, all that kind of stuff. Same thing that they say about weed, but. Right. right. So here, documented. <laughs> Although this is an insane number, but it's an elephant. So I guess so, you can OD on acid. acid. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot for, I mean, 33,000 people. Yeah, but he, he's. He's one elephant. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. They probably gave him like 10 times the amount he, that he needed to kill him even. I, I don't think they knew. That's <laughs> what they were just seeing. <laughs> Jeez. So anyways, yeah. Um, I feel bad for him. A bunch of researchers gave a bunch of acid. <laughs> to an elephant Jeez. and he died so there you go 
Yeah, I wonder. I I just trying to imagine what he was thinking when it was like Dumbo's hallucination. Dude, maybe that's maybe that's the maybe Disney knew something about that. I didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah, maybe they paid for it. Yeah, but I mean, in Dumbo, he's an <laughs> elephant, and he goes, he has that crazy acid like trip. That's right. Oh. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like flying. Like yeah, the way, yeah, it was crazy. Okay, yeah. Oh. So now we're going off on oh, a tangent man. from that's funny. But yeah, so there you go. Well, that's a perfect segue <laughs> <laughs> into our. Oh, oh. So this is kind of. Uh, I heard this over this weekend. I was driving up to the mountains I was listening to podcasts and I heard anyway. So, um, <laughs> so I just found this out that I always thought Japan, like the only time that they attacked the homeland during world war two or prior to it was uh Pearl Harbor. Right. Yeah. So they actually attacked five times on like against the United States on American soil. Yeah. Well, one of them, it was called the bombardment of Elwood where a Japanese submarine actually fired, um, like, I don't know, missiles or not rockets or, you know, they hit coastal targets right near Santa Barbara. Really? Yeah. In California? Yeah. They were off the coast. Yeah. Wow. And this other technology they had. Around the same time? Yeah. uh, The bombing of Elwood was uh, February 23rd, 1942. And so, uh, so this other thing they did... They call them Fugo balloon bombs. <laughs> they had this idea of putting hot weather balloons mm. and then strapping like mines and missiles to them. And they would float them from Japan across the ocean. And they figured out through mathematics and like, you know, the How the, to... the wind and everything where they would land. And so they had these huge hot weather balloons that would just drop bombs onto the United States. Did they do that to us? Yeah, yeah. The family died actually. That's in, that's amazing. You don't hear about this in history books. No. Yeah. <laughs> nobody uh... nobody tells us this. I don't remember this. Yeah. So it said uh, there's if you go to the Wikipedia for the Fugo balloon bomb, uh, there's something right here about press cover up. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So it said uh, yeah the press covered it up. It was ran in one story, and uh, yeah it killed a a family. Wow. In, that's an that's an amazing uh in Oregon. Yeah. In Oregon. The bomb, you know, the the balloon ran out of air, it fell on the ground, and then the kids, it said that they went up to the the mine and kicked it and it blew up. Oh my God. <laughs> Moral wow. of the story, don't kick a mine. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. uh yeah. or a mime or a mime. They blow up big time they're aggro. Most people don't realize. <laughs> that. Dude, that's a crazy did you know? And it's yeah. actually perfect for what we're going to talk about today. Needs, yeah. you know. But anyways. Yeah. Oh, hey, did you know that uh, <laughs> there you go. You didn't have to prompt me. Um Oscar the Grouch is Canadian? Really? Yeah. Canadian. He's Canadian. That's why he's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know who else who thinks he's garbage? It's Donald Trump. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh That's funny. <laughs> I didn't think I didn't make that joke. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, he was born in uh, New Brunswick. Oscar the Grouch was born in New Brunswick. He's <laughs> yeah. a Muppet. I know, but that's his okay. story. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Oh, man. Yeah, he also owned a car called the Sloppy Jalopy. <laughs> Sloppy Jalopy. That's so great. I yeah. can't remember ever seeing him drive a car. I just remember being... Season in, 12. 
season 12 of the of the of Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Oh man, Sesame Street. Those are the good old days, but so what do you know? Oh, hey, did you know that uh <laughs> turtles can breathe through their butts? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and also I'm going to throw in a double one cuz I don't want to read all the science behind but yeah, turtles can they have the option to breathe through their butts. <laughs> Something about their shell compressing or whatever. Um, but yeah, the other thing is birds don't pee. <laughs> Dude, what are you watching? Animal Planet? <laughs> no, I just found a couple animal facts. What you just said is one of the most uh. insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close even to anything response. that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. So I just, award you no points just, and may God have mercy on your soul. Well, I love that. I, love I do love that. It's a great movie. Um, yeah, that's all true. So it's not incoherent. So Mr. <laughs> I can't remember who the actor was that played that guy. Billy Madison or yeah, it was from Billy Adam Madison. Sandler. Yeah, but not the, the guy. Oh, the Mr. Team. Announcer. Oh, the, the game. The, the game show the host show. guy, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. Birds can't pee and turtles breathe through their bunghole. Yeah, their butts. Uh, so what do you know, man? Oh, hey. Uh, I'm not sure how. Uh, I'll start it off with this. Did you know <laughs> that Tupac, the rapper, oh, yeah. was, a, was, the, was a ballerina? What? Yeah. That's such, that blew my mind because he's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he went to the Baltimore School of the Arts. And he, yeah, he's an East Coast guy. Yeah, he's East Coast. Well, yeah, he was born in uh, Baltimore. I thought he was like an LA rapper. Or he was from New York and then lived in Baltimore, grew up in Baltimore. And then, yeah, he went to the, when he started rapping, he went to California. Nice. And uh, totally, yeah, because the whole rivalry, he was like the West Coast. And then, you know, Biggie and Jay Z and all them were, um, East yeah. Coast, but he, yeah, he's he's from the East Coast, <laughs> and he did ballet. He did, uh, yeah, at the they they put on a production of the Nutcracker, <laughs> and he played the role of the Mouse King, the Mouse King, which is a m- main character, and they do a lot of fancy ballerina stuff. So he was multi talented, man. Yeah, he was getting ready to bust into acting too, right when uh, when he died. Yeah, there was another one that I brought up that he was supposed to play. Uh, he was going to be cast in Star Wars. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh man, died. Another one died too soon, man. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. If he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got the legend of Elvis. Yeah. Well, we've got. An- All right. What do you know, man? Oh hey. Um. Just. So did you know that in uh, the 1990s the Marine Corps tested a. Uh, special urban fighting unit and one of the things that they did was test out tactical skateboards oh nice yeah so it was after the battle of mogadishu they were like oh we need to start focusing on urban fighting yeah and so they started testing out in like american cities different ways they had their own like camouflage and everything like that but it was going to be like a urban like in city warfare it seems like a skateboard would be like they're hazardous. Like I skateboarded for a long time. It, it seems like to put like a sixty pound pack on and then a gun. All you need is like one small pebble. Yeah. Well, like, like it, face plant. Yeah, I guess so. It said uh, the Marines <laughs> used store bought off the shelf skateboards 
um, to detect tripwires in buildings and draw sniper fire, oh. among other uses. Um, and they so, said what they took away was that com- with combat skateboards is that standard kneed elbow pads were useless for American troops fighting in urban centers. Yeah, I'd say so. And specialized ones would have to be obtained. Oh. Probably because they all fall and get hurt. I know, man. They <laughs> they're useless because they're face planning. Yeah. We need helmets, full full face helmets. So. Yeah, but there you go. Yeah, so they had skateboarding marines. I wonder it's how. Kind of a cool like image, I think. Yeah, like, skateboarding around like, what's up, dude? <laughs> Radical. <laughs> what if they put laser beams on them? That'd be cool on the on the uh, skateboards. But yeah, you gotta get you gotta high to, tech to fight the radicals. You gotta get totally radicals, bro. <laughs> oh jeez, hang ten. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> well, speaking of go. radical, man, I found. So we're going to get to that in just a second. But hey, man, what do you know? You got anything? Oh, cool? hey, yeah. Did you know that in uh, 2004? So uh, the Cannes Film Festival. Yeah. Is a very prestigious film festival. And they have the top award. The top award is called the Palme d'Or. So it's for hmm. the highest prize awarded at the Cane, and uh, it's for like best film, best feature film. So in 2004, there was a bunch of movies that were shown there vying for this top spot. <laughs> and Shrek 2. <laughs> no way, really? Was in the running. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, good old Shrek 2. So Shrek 2 was... Uh, in the running for best film <laughs> at the Cannes. <laughs> Is that the one with the uh, song from uh, from uh, right. somebody oh, once Smash told me? I, I'm, I can't remember. Oh yeah, okay. That might be the first one, but okay, yeah. No, the other the first one was the other Smash Mouth song. I think Smash Mouth made like a three movie deal with <laughs> to provide a yeah. That'd actually be a smart deal if you were a band. Yeah, of course it would Do be. like a three, like, hey, we'll do a three-movie deal to provide the theme song or whatever. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That's smart. Yeah. Hey, any bands out there, do that. I just gave you the idea. <laughs> like, they've never thought of it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you know? Hey, uh, did you know? Actually, you did know this because you're the one that brought this up again. And I <laughs> love this story. And um, so there was a bear named Wojtek, spelled W-O-J-T-E-K, who was a Polish bear during World War II that was bought by a bunch of Polish troops at a railway station in Iran. And he was made a private <laughs> in the army and like went <laughs> what, to... Wait, wait, what What was he? He was a... Oh, I'm sorry. He was a Syrian brown bear, a bear. So a bear was made pr- a private... In the army. In the Polish army. In the Polish army. <laughs> And he, uh, yeah, and he fought in Egypt, and he had a serial number, and he lived with them in tents, and he had a rank, and he <laughs> got paid, and he ha- helped him out. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, and he was pretty pretty bad bear. Yeah, he was a cool bear. He just uh, hung out and like yeah, I, there's a monument to him and everything. That is so cool. Yeah, I I I, I did know about this. Yeah, so it's not as like oh uh, cause most time you don't tell me and I'm always like as shocked as everyone else hearing it. But here's what's so cool about this one though. I I actually yeah. fell in love with this bear. Me too. Because he number one Polish army, total mm-hmm. ba. They don't they know what they're they don't mess around. But <laughs> <laughs> even though I'm Polish, I was gonna say we don't have much of an army. <laughs> <laughs> but when they do fight, you don't want to mess with. Well, them. yeah, we're good at. 
uh, resisting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all we never really had armies. <laughs> I mean, there was just yeah, but but this bear, there was a story of it marching out to battle on its hind legs with the rest of the troops. Yeah, it said it uh, it would copy what they would do. Can like, you imagine though, if you're on the enemy side and you're looking across and you see a bear, a just big running brown bear, just walking out with the yeah. soldier. <laughs> With the flag, the flag, oh, the flag, yeah. yeah. That, yeah that's just that would be so cool, yeah. There's a that's, whole YouTube thing on them, too. You can go, you can YouTube, yeah. It. I love, yeah. I love Voitech. Voitech. Also, here, here's one you didn't know Did you know that goats have accents? <laughs> what, yeah, accents, yeah. So, like a goat in uh, America would sound in bray, bray, you know differently than like a goat in australia they all have different accents the same thing with crow actually here's an, another one <laughs> crows also do the same thing so you can like there's people that really know birds yeah so they can tell if there's like a movie being filmed like you, you see a movie being filmed yeah. and you hear crows yeah people can actually tell oh this was filmed on the east coast versus this was filmed in the west coast what because they sound different yeah. that's so weird yeah why do they sound different I have no idea. That's so weird. But yeah, they have. It's a anim- language, so I guess animals have accents, and yeah, they sound differently. Do you know what the goats sound like in Australia? Yeah, what up? Throw another shrimp on the Barbie bed. Oi, oi, guy! I don't even know what is. A go- I don't even remember. Know like- remember Goat Boy on Saturday Night Live? No, he'd be like he was like half goat, half man, and and he was like a news reporter. Oh no! And so he would give a news report. And he'd be like, so today in the news, we and he would just do. What, what time period was that? Uh, it was probably like the nineties. You were probably just a kid back then. But I used to watch. That was like that was the golden age of Saturday Night Live. It was uh, with it, like David Spade and yeah. Adam Sandler and Norm Macdonald. Uh, it was a little bit after that, probably. So it might have been early two thousands. Okay, but. uh yeah, the guy that did it, that that did Goat Boy, he became a stand-up comedian. He was really funny. I remember him. I can't remember his name though. Huh. So, but anyway, <laughs> Goat Boy was his name. Oh man, that was kind of crazy. Anyways, you can't help it. You're I, dad. I can't help it. I'm a dad. It's so ridiculous. So, anyways, so what do you know, man? Oh, hey, did you know that uh, one of the Russian czars, uh, Peter the Third. Uh, court-martialed and executed a rat. <laughs> a rat? Wait, yeah. what? Uh, I need to hear the story. Uh, okay, so from this article, <laughs> Peter had an obsession with, with playing with toys, usually of the military variety. He kept a large box of them under his bed so that he would, that he would bust out when Catherine would leave for a while or after she had gone to sleep. He'd set up elaborate military formations and battle scenes, playing soldier the best way he knew how, by not actually being a soldier. Oh, that's funny. One night, Catherine entered Peter's room and noticed a large rat nailed to the wall. (laughs) Naturally, she had questions. Peter informed her that the rat had committed a great crime, which, according to the laws of war, deserved capital punishment. By committed a great crime, Peter meant that the rat had climbed the walls of the fortress he had built out of cardboard and ate two of his toy soldiers. Uh, according to Catherine, he described the gruesome seed as if he had lost loved ones. Of course, this rat had to be punished for his murderous rampage. So, how, upon how old is this guy? I don't know, like twenty. He's like uh, the czar of Russia. Okay, 
Like he's a king. So strange. Yeah. Upon his capture, Peter had the rat tried by martial law. (laughs) Yeah. It's good to be czar. Yeah. (laughs) You can be bizarre. Isn't that awesome? That is so funny, dude. Court court martialed a rat. Oh Oh my gosh, man. That's so funny, dude. Uh, Yeah. I, I don't know where you get this stuff, but I love it, man. Hey, did you know? Did you know? Okay, I got I, a bonus did. bonus one because we were talking before here, and I looked it up. Yeah. So here's the bonus one first. The laugh track that you hear on sitcoms yeah. was recorded in the 1950s, and the standard, the industry standard uh, laugh track is called the Douglas Laugh Track. It was re- debuted in 1950 on the Hank McCune show. Sweet. Yeah. And uh, I was going to say, yeah, because we were talking about laugh tracks and uh, it was like urban legend. And I'm not sure if this is correct, that they use the same laugh track. Yeah. And so on modern shows like those people were recorded in the 50s. And so all the people you hear laughing are dead. They've been dead for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we have our own laugh track. We do. It's the live laugh track. You still have another live audience. That's awesome. Yeah. They're actually alive. They're actually alive. (laughs) Yeah. For today. For today. Okay. So that's a bonus one. Yeah. The other one I was going to say is, did you know that the United States, this is kind of in touching with last week's, they had a camel corps. (laughs) The United States Army. Yeah. So they had the United States Camel Corps was a mid-19th century experiment by the United States Army in using camels as pack animals in the southwestern United States. While the It says, while the camels proved to be hardy and well-suited to travel through the region, the Army declined to adopt them for military use. Why? The Civil War. Ooh. So then they, uh, they, sold, they abandoned everything and sold the animals at auction. That's amazing. Yeah. Hey, I have a did you know related to that. Okay. Did you did you know that Australia is the largest exporter of camels in the world? That sounds Oh yeah, I guess so. I mean, you would I think it would yeah. be like Saudi Arabia or like one of these Middle Eastern countries like yeah. Egypt or maybe not Syria. somewhere where they use them. <laughs> right, yeah. right, where they ride them. It's, yeah, Australia is the largest exporter of camels. So there you go, did you know? There you go. I knew a guy that had kangaroos. We had a triple did you know. Yeah. I knew a guy that had kangaroos. <laughs> yeah, I love and, this. And he lived in North Carolina. <laughs> and he doesn't remember how he got them. You got to tell that story. This is tell an awesome story. story. Yeah. You okay. can clean it up if you have to. Don't use um, real names. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So do you have a did you know? Oh, yeah. So here, there's a thing called Project Habakkuk. Oh. It was like a, the prophet? Yeah. It was a plan by the British during this World War II to construct an aircraft carrier out of piecrete, which was a mixture of wood pulp and ice to use against the German U-boats in the mid-Atlantic. Mm. So they could go out further and like almost self-repair because they were made out of ice. That's wood cool. Pulp. Yeah. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Wow. Germans did that? No, British. British did that. Wow, yeah. that's even more cool. Yeah. Because the Germans seemed the ones that had the technology edge. They did crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah. They would be doing weird stuff, having seances and yeah. asking for demons to help them and stuff. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's cool. I yeah. like that. Did you know? Oh, man. Oh, hey, I got two for oh, you. Okay. Well, one's kind of... All right, so did you know that the yield sign 
was invented by a Tulsa police captain in the 1950s. Okay. Yeah. There you go. He will. Yield just feels like non-committal. Yeah. It's like don't stop, don't go. It just kind of yeah. Figure it. Why don't you you know like (laughs) right see what's right for you. Yeah. You know whatever your truth is in that moment. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Um, By the way, moderates are stupid, and I hate anyone that's a moderate. Okay. Because it doesn't exist. You can't be a moderate in politics. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, um, I got another thing that's kind of interesting, and since yeah. I've been finding uh, Did You Know? Um, so there's this cult that we'll probably be doing an episode on that's yes. going on right now. Okay. There's trials going on as we speak. There's just more indictments last week or so. Well, whenever you're listening to us, depends on whenever. <laughs> when, we, when we post this. Whenever we yeah. post this, yeah. Um, but anyway, so the it's, it's called the Nexium Cult. It's a sex trafficking cult with like a bunch of Hollywood people. Mm-hmm. It's a real deal. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, they filed a patent back in 2013. Oops, sorry about that. Yeah, nice. Um, and the patent <laughs> is it's called Determination of Whether a Luciferian Can Be Rehabilitated. Wow. Yeah. So it's trying to see if they can figure out. They're trying to patent a way to cure luciferians. Okay. Yeah. Patent patent to cure luciferians. Yeah, some method that they have. They don't need a patent. It's called Jesus. <laughs> right? <laughs> Give your life to Jesus. There's no patent to it. Yeah. Well, there, there you go. Yeah. That, let me let everyone in on the act. When I go, oh, yeah, I did know that. This is an act. I am waiting for you to tee it up for me. And Smoking that sticky, sticky green stuff. And that's why I play, because I think it's very funny. And I love that so much. Yes. So anyway, did you know that there was, an, there was this order put out back in, the, back in the day in 1838, October 27th, hmm. was an executive order issued on that day by the governor of Missouri called Missouri... Uh, Executive Order 44, also known as the Extermination Order. Ooh. Yeah, and it was issued uh, after a battle between the Mormons and the Missouri State Militia. What? And this was to basically, uh, I'll say it right here, uh, Governor Boggs, who was the guy that issued it, uh, Lilburn Boggs. Lilburn? Yeah. Sounds like a rap name. Lilburn? Yeah. (laughs) Yo, yo, Lilburn. Smoking that sticky, sticky green stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. We even try to work it in. Uh, Yeah, so uh, Governor Boggs directed that the Mormons must be treated as enemies and must be exterminated or driven from the state if necessary for the public peace. Their outrages are beyond all description. Wow. So they banned and we're gonna go kill all these mormons and they did they drove them out of the state drove them out of missouri mm-hmm. so there you go did you know that i didn't even know that the mormons fought a war Dude, against the militia they were violent yeah well the yeah. whole reason they ended up in uh utah it's because everyone <laughs> kicked them out no yeah for real if you go to ohio uh that where they they started in ohio mm-hmm. and uh, right outside of cleveland and they have the very first ever mormon chapel or whatever yeah. you know there in temple yeah, it's more of like a chapel. It's like an old 1800s building. Oh, yeah, but yeah. um but they were driven out of there uh as heretics. Like Is that when uh Joseph Smith was shot? Was he shot in in Colorado? It, no. Or in uh 
That was Ohio. Ohio, but he was, I think he was shot out west in, before he died. He, they had already gotten out to the uh, west. I was going to, I remember I had this Mormon friend in uh, middle school as a tangent and he was telling me the story of it. Yeah. He was like, Joseph Smith died in such a like crazy way. He was, he went down like a man. Apparently he got shot like six or seven times out of a window and then he yes. fell out of the window and they shot him a bunch more. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we're making, well, they shot him like six or seven times and pushed him out this window. And shot him a bunch more. Some more, yeah. Yeah. He was in jail. They tried to break him out. Yeah. He got arrested. Yeah. We should do an episode on the we, like that. We can talk about more in yeah. some time. Yeah, there's but a lot anyways. of Anyways. Hey, uh, what do you know, man? Oh, hey. Did you know that in, uh, <laughs> when was this, 2005? Yeah. I don't. I'm sorry. Yeah, twenty in 2005, the cardboard box was... Uh, Inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame. <laughs> the cardboard box. The cardboard box. Yeah. Is, is that? The car, I'll read it real quick. Yeah. Cardboard box. <laughs> I'm at the Toy Hall of Fame.org. Okay. Cardboard box inducted 2005. So there's a lot of, did you know? There's that must some have good, been a rough year for toys if the cardboard yeah, box is winning. There's uh, some more did you knows in here. Okay. The Chinese invented cardboard in the 1600s. 16. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's cool. There you go. The English played off that invention and created the first commercial cardboard box in 1817. Wow. Blah, blah, blah. Here's the reasoning. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Over the years, children sense the possibilities inherent in cardboard boxes, recycling them into innumerable playthings. Yeah. The strength, lightweight, and easy availability that make cardboard boxes successful with industry had made them endlessly adaptable by children for creative play. Dude, that's awesome. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, we used to play with cardboard boxes when, when I was a kid. Like, uh, I remember our neighbor got a refrigerator. Yeah. We took the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> we, made a, we made like a, well, we made a spaceship out of yeah, it. Yeah, that's what it says right here. With nothing more than a little imagination, these boxes can be transformed into hort, fort, uh, <laughs> forts or houses, spaceships or submarines, castles and caves. That's awesome. Inside a big cardboard box, a child is transported to a world of his or her own, where one where anything is possible. Dude, I'm getting my kids cardboard boxes for Christmas. Heck yeah. That's all. Just empty cardboard box. Yeah. You want to hear a funny thing? What? It was about the recycling, uh, about the garbage. I had a friendly friend who was homeless, and he said they used to <laughs> fight over good cardboard boxes. I bet. Like people got stabbed. Dude. Yeah. Do you know oh. uh, that there is this thing called the League of Extraordinary Communities? It's these municipalities, these three cool. uh, municipalities, Bland, Australia, <laughs> Boring, Oregon, <laughs> and Dull, Scotland. So they teamed up uh, to create what they called the League of Extraordinary Communities. <laughs> extraordinarily boring yeah dull and uh, bland it's a oh. it could have been dubbed the tr- uh, trinity of tedium <laughs> <laughs> so it's trying to like joke about their uh their their names of their boring things <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah anyway yeah. So what do you know man oh hey yeah so <laughs> did you know that uh andrew jackson had a parrot a pet parrot <laughs> Our pre- former president, Andrew yeah, Jackson? Yeah, Andrew Jackson. He had a pet parrot, and apparently it had affinity an, an affinity for cursing. 
<laughs> so it, it cursed so much that it had to be removed during his funeral. <laughs> they had it there. It just kept cursing at his funeral. And they had to remove it. What in the world, man? Yeah. And so here's a double whammy. Since we're talking about presidents and old people. Yeah. People from the past. Um, so, t- uh, well, I'm sorry. Thomas Jefferson was a huge foodie. Really? He loved food. (laughs) Yeah. So listen to this. Uh, Mary Randolph, one of his relatives, published The Virginia Housewife in 1824. She included 20 recipes for ice cream, including one flavored with oysters. Ew. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Jefferson, this is funny, too. He uh, was a proponent of macaroni and cheese. And he served it at a state dinner in 1802. Nice. Yeah. Macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Ice cream. No, regular. Oh, yeah. Just regular mac and cheese. Yeah. In 1802, I didn't even know it was around back then, but I I, got... I didn't either. So there's a third one. They well, had macaroni and cheese back in yeah. 1802. The Italians. That had to be an Italian thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, what do you know? Oh, hey, did you know that uh, uh, Oprah got sued by, quote unquote, I mean, I'm going to say this, big beef? <laughs> Big beef. Yeah. So she was, uh, <laughs> she went through this thing. There's this whole litigation of, it's called food libel. So libels, you know, uh, spreading false information. Mm-hmm. So in 1998, uh, Oprah was sued by, um, under a Texas version of food libel law um, <laughs> for comments her and one of her guests made about uh, beef and regarding mad, mad cow disease. Oh, so these Texas like beef people were like, <laughs> they, they started some beef with Oprah and uh, yeah, they sued her. So she got into a, she was sued by a cattle ranchers. That's, that's who you want to sue, man. Yeah. She's got a lot of money. Yeah. You get that money and you're getting the right stuff. Yeah. So did they win? Do you know? Nope. Oprah won. Oprah won. Of course. Oprah won. Yep. Can't beat the queen of media. Nope. Wow. So. Man, what do you know? Hey, so did you know <laughs> that there is a law? It's called the Guano Islands Act. All right. Okay. So it was the the Guano Act. The Guano Islands Act was enacted in August eighteen, on August 18, 1856, as a United States federal law passed by Congress. So it's legit law. Okay. That enables citizens of the United States to take possession of unclaimed islands containing guano deposits. <laughs> what is guano? Bird and bat poop. <laughs> Wait a second. An unclaimed island that has bird poop on it, you can claim it? That's all you need. Is it still an active law? Yes. Dude. Yeah. I so want my own island. The islands can be located anywhere so long as they are not occupied and not within the jurisdiction of another government. It also empowers the president of the United States to use mili- use the military to protect such interests and establishes the criminal jurisdiction of the United States in these territories. So basically, dude, if you stumble onto, onto an island, right, and there has to be poop on it, there has to be poop on that. That's, that's now we know why those pirates always had a parrot on their shoulder. So they could poop on it. And they could claim it in America. <laughs> go go to the bathroom, Polly. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, the cussing pirate, cussing parrot that pooped. Thomas Jefferson's. (laughs) Yeah. Remember you were talking about the, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Man. So, uh, so if you are out there and you want to find an island and claim it in the mayor, no, that's our secret. Why didn't you just tell me that we would have gone on a road trip down to like North Carolina and down the coast? I bet you every island in the Keys has been claimed. Oh yeah, for sure. Man, yeah. There's got to be one somewhere not found, and it within the jurisdiction of the United States. No, it doesn't have to be in the jurisdiction. It just doesn't have to be in the. It has to not be. No other country can claim it already. Yeah. So if there, so if you find an undiscovered island and it can be of any size oh my as long as there's bird poop on it if there's guano on it that's but you it has to have bird the, poop the poop on it bat or bird poop which means it has to be within a certain space of land you know like distance yeah, but from i mean it land. could be off 50 the, yard, 50 miles offshore no it could be like off the coast of brazil but yeah. if they don't know about it and you can just say this is there's bird poop or no one's just claimed it they just drive by it all the time on their ships and stuff and they just never, yeah dude so there you go. So go. We need an all-out war island yeah. where we can set up shop and do our recordings <laughs> and set up our studio there and just get suntan, fish. Well, I think any island worth its salt by now <laughs> has been claimed. So <laughs> it's going to be like. Quit killing my dream. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm a dreamer. Yeah. All right. Before we do that, we totally forgot. Oh. What do you know, man? Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, my did you know. Hey, did you know that Britney Spears's music was used by the British Navy to scare off Somali pirates? <laughs> what? Yeah. How? So it says, uh, oops, I did it again, and baby one more time are being employed by the British naval officers in an attempt to scare off pirates along the east coast of Africa. So they just blast it. Listen but to this, how does that work? Listen to this Listen to this quote uh, by a merchant naval officer. As soon as the pirates get a blast of Britney, they move on as quickly as they can. <laughs> you think that it's because they think it's American music, it's Americans, and they don't want to have trouble? Or? I don't know. I think that it's just terrible. <laughs> it scares them. I don't know. It's Britney. Beep. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there you go. I don't know. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great, did you know? I like that. Yeah. One. So, the, you know. Um, yeah. Anyways. Um, so what do you know, man? Oh, hey, did you know that Queen Elizabeth II is the legal landowner for one sixth of the land on Earth's planet? Wait, what? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, she owns more, which is, that's more land than any under any other individual or nation. Wow. So it says this amounts to a total of 6,600 million acres <laughs> in 32 countries. Wow. She's, yeah. So she is like, she, I would, she's a real estate investor. Yeah, the crown. It's, yeah. It's the crown. I know. So yeah. any place where they. So she owns. Like the British Virgin Islands. That's hers. Australia. She New owned, Zealand. Wait, Australia. The UK. Wait, yeah. I, thought, I thought Australia broke away. No, but they, but the queen owns the land. So what? basically, there's a whole thing about different countries that actually, which is really fascinating when you get into it. Yeah. About which countries, I think America is one of the few that when you buy property. Yeah. You like own it. You own that property. Yeah. Because it's your property. You don't rent it. Right. Or you get like, you know, a hundred year, you know, like right. lease by buying it, but you don't actually own the land. I heard that's what Hawaii is like. Like if you live in Hawaii, you can't. Unless you're born there, you can't buy land there or something. Wow, that sounds really racist. racist. I know. Yeah. But I think it's to protect the Polynesian 
you know, yeah, I know. the, the <laughs> what, like I'm getting all defensive, but it's to do, it's the, yeah. like, uh, yeah, that's crazy. So she owns one sixth of the earth mm-hmm. personally. Legal. Yeah. Well, right now because she's the queen. Yeah. But yeah, that is so crazy to think about. No wonder, no wonder she doesn't ever worry about spending gazillion dollars and she'll never run out of, run out of money. Yeah, no, they have so much money. It's good to be queen. Yeah, which is awesome because you know, here in England, you pay <laughs> like 70%. the royal well, the royal wedding and all that stuff. Oh yeah, that's all taxpayers. They don't pay for that. <laughs> oh, so geez. you pay on top of these people that have untold amounts of money. Right. From they could sneeze that royal wedding cost. Oh, yeah, like even if it was twenty five million dollars. Yeah. I mean, whatever. they have priceless gems and crowns and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, they own crazy amounts of stuff. Oh man! Yeah, you want to hear crazy conspiracy theory? You want to yeah. blow your mind? Let's do it. I want to hear it. Oh man! So, uh, do you have a did you know or? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what do you know? Uh, hey, uh, did you know that there was uh, ten thousand people that were killed by a fart? <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm serious. Okay. So uh a single fart? Yeah, single fart. <laughs> uh yeah. So I was reading a story on farting and uh according here it says according to Greek historian Herod Herod Herodas Herodotus. Heroditus. Heroditus, there you go. Yeah. Sure. Okay. A uh says, according to Greek, that the Greek guy, uh, a fart <laughs> set off a chain of events that led to a revolt against King Apries of Egypt. The repercussions were even worse in first century Jerusalem. The Oh, the historian jo- Josephus oh, yeah. <sighs> tells us that an irreverent Roman soldier lowered his pants, <laughs> bent over, and, quote, <laughs> spoke such words as you might expect upon such a posture. <laughs> The incident took place shortly before the Passover and caused a riot that led to the death of 10,000 people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So an irreverent Roman soldier farted on a a bunch of Jewish people (laughs) for the Passover. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And you think about the Passover, what it means. Yeah. Like the, the spirit of, you know, the, the death angel passing over. If you have. It was the spirit, <laughs> spirit <laughs> passing. Passing through people, <laughs> causing rage. I love how. Uh, Dude, Heroditus, Herodias and uh, and Josephus. I'll have to check out. I have Josephus's journal. I should read it and see, find that. Yeah, I love how. I mean, I love. The way that he describes so poetically a fart. <laughs> Josephus? Yeah, so he lowered his pants, bent over, and spoke such words as you might, might expect upon such a posture. That's awesome. That's a fart. Yeah. He's saying he farted. Basically bent, bent, drop trial, bent over, and just rocked it. Yeah, fart, man. <laughs> um, so what do you know, man? <laughs> oh, hey, so I'm going to throw out three different ones. Okay. Because it's 50. All right. All right. So do you know in South Korea? Yes. Uh, professional massage services, okay. like to be a licensed masseuse, uh, they try to reserve that career choice for the blind. Wow. 
because the blind people don't have that many different choices. I actually like that idea too. Yeah, it's cool. So like it's harder to get a license to be a masseuse if you're not blind. Wow. That's yeah. kind of cool. I kind of like that idea. Yeah, it's a century old law. <clears throat> oh, it's law. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, yeah. first reserved for the blind. It's like preference. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I, I think it is cool. You know, I, I, I you know, I've had a, a few massages in my day. You know, I've had back, back issues and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, I kind of wish that my masseuse was blonde. Was <laughs> blonde. blonde. <laughs> Well, wow. it's okay. Your wife's blonde. Yeah, so. my wife's blonde. I so do it's, you know, blind. I wish she was blind because I don't. I'm embarrassed of myself. <laughs> yeah, the last I've only had a couple massages, um, and the last one I had because I was having like just a rough, I don't know, month. Yeah, and I had uh, the day off, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go have a massage because <laughs> spa I'm, day for for yeah, Rosie. Yeah, and uh, there's this uh, guy who had a stutter. And uh, it wasn't very good. Did, when you walked in and you're like, hey, I want to get a massage. And he's like, smoking that sticky, sticky green stuff. <laughs> Is that yeah. what he said to you? Yeah, well, it would have been like, yeah. Well, he did say <laughs> smoking that sticky, sticky. So it must it would have been like, you know. Yeah, he, they got down the stutter. And he was like, are you, re- re- are you are, no. re- 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 relaxed? And I'm like trying to be but it's weird i don't i don't like massages yeah i'm not a fan yeah some people love them some people hate them uh i like them i like man i don't like random people touching my body oh really that's safe for jesus and my wife (laughs) (laughs) anyways um yeah here's another thing okay uh hillary clinton yeah uh for the last election yeah they tried to hire Steven Spielberg to make her more likable. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. Did they, he turn it down? No, he helped her. Oh, he did? Yeah. He didn't help her too much. No, not really. So she said, uh, I get $250,000 to give a speech, and these Hollywood jackasses are going to tell me how to do it. <laughs> to, like, get help. Like, acting <laughs> she said stuff. that? Yeah. Uh, of course she would say that. Yeah. 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 Who would pay... 250 grand to hear her speak i don't know i think the funniest thing though was that uh recently i don't know maybe three months ago four months ago she was supposed to speak at a <laughs> at a computer like a, oh, a yes. cybersecurity conference <laughs> yes i heard about this it was and uh, then everyone like it, it was through FireEye, which is legit like yeah contractor you know they do a legit company and finally, they rescinded the offer. <laughs> Everyone was just making fun. Of it. <laughs> Everyone, yeah, I remember that it was just catching. It was catching uh, heat from on on Twitter and stuff like crazy. Yeah, so that's so funny. Yeah, hey, uh, I you know we probably need to do this. We haven't really done this before. We need to welcome in our YouTube listeners. We've oh, yeah. we've had a, a slight ups uptick of <laughs> of YouTube viewers. I would say it. Yeah. So if you're, yeah, listening to this on YouTube, hey, <laughs> thanks. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, we just post them on YouTube and never, I didn't think anyone ever see them. But right. Something. One of the topics that we happened to cover got uh, was brought up in culture, popular. Yeah. It, it became a. It was something that people were looking up. 
Yeah, that's happened a couple of times where we've done a topic and then it becomes like newsworthy with like a month later. Yeah. Like I remember when we did the um, we did the social credit, you know, uh, episode. Yeah. We were talking about that. And, you know, like I had before we even did that episode, I didn't even know about it. Yeah. And then, you know, I was kind of enlightened by it. And then a year later, not even a year later, six months later, you just hear it on the news everywhere. Everyone's talking about Chinese social yeah. credit system. I was going to say, it's really interesting that, um, and, and, and I don't want to try to say like, we're so forward and like everything Yeah. because people, other people were talking about it before. Cause that's how oh, yeah. I heard about it. It was right. People were sharing it when all of a sudden it kind of came out and like, this is really weird. We should take it, you know, but see, I just thought you were really smart. <laughs> no. well, you should have never said that to me. Yeah. Well, you know, what else is cool is our very first episode since we're talking about 50 here. Yeah. Uh, he, he, well, his name is he, he, he had a guy on that was, we were talking about gaming yeah. and all of that. And we kind of were talking about just the history of gaming and stuff like that. It was a really laid back episode, but our guest on there, he, he is on Twitch now and he's blowing up on Twitch. Oh, really? Yeah. It's he, he, and he got his wife on there, mm -hmm. Mrs. He, he, and, uh, they're, uh, they play Fortnite together. <laughs> And he basically taught his wife how to play Fortnite yeah. on Twitch, and it just kind of blew up. And mm -hmm. uh, so, if you're on Twitch, go check out Hee Hee, and uh, he and go listen to episode one, and you can kind of get a, you can see where <laughs> was, he's coming from. I don't think it was really good. Uh, it was fun. I thought yeah. it was fun. Yeah, you know, I had to retouch on some of the earlier ones that we did. Yeah, so I, I think some stuff I'd like to talk about in a different way sure i'm with so, you on that i anyways. always feel that way yeah yeah so you said you had a third did you know no i'm not gonna say that oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking uh yeah maybe i cut you off there. add some viciousness into it oh, okay but i'm not gonna do it okay we're gonna continue on with our s3 the secret society series do that what do you know man oh hey yeah um did you know Psy from Gangnam Style? Yeah. Yeah, he does not, he didn't, he, well, he did not like Americans. He wrote a song, um, he rapped a song about torturing and killing American soldiers and their families. <laughs> what? Isn't he from Korea? Yeah. Like South so, Korea, right? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So during a 2004 protest against the U.S. presence in Iraq following the beheading of a Korean missionary, hmm. Psy, during a song called Dear American, so obviously their English isn't very good because it's Dear Americans. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> Dear American. Uh, by, the by the band Next, rapped the following lines. These are what Psy said. Kill those effing Yankees who have been torturing Iraqi captives. Kill those effing Yankees who ordered them to torture. Kill their daughters, mothers, daughters-in-law, and fathers. Kill them all slowly and painfully. Man. Talk about a grunge. Yeah. Dude. Gangnam style, yo. But you said all this is because of a missionary was killed? A Korean missionary? Yeah. Who? Don't you uh, think he would be, like, more forgiving? Well, the other thing like, is... is um, if it was beheaded, if the missionary was beheaded in Iraq, right? I don't think it was the Americans <laughs> right. that killed yeah. him. Yeah, so he doesn't even know his geopolitics. No. Uh, oh, Gangnam. 
Yeah. Um, American <laughs> soldiers don't typically behead people like missionaries. It's uh, right. Right. Um, yeah. Missionaries are the ones that are like praying for those that are being hurt and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So um, interesting. So if you listen to Gangnam Style, you hate America and you need to leave. You need to get sent to <laughs> Guantanamo Bay. That's right. Learn your lesson. You need to go over to You need to leave. Go yeah. back to where you came from. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> uh, uh, did you vote for Trump? Oh, man. So what do you know, man? We're just going to go right into Let's it. Let's just huh? go into it, man. Cool. Hey, did you know that socks and sandals were worn by the Romans 2,000 years ago? <laughs> they were the original dads. Yeah. They found split-toed socks like yeah that look like carrots <laughs> that <laughs> were they made they do look like carrots they are made for the romans that's awesome yeah you know that kind of makes sense though because the romans would would invade northern areas they would go into cold temperature areas when they were taking over the world yeah plus yeah plus they were dads <laughs> they were, i wonder if they knew dad jokes like what if there was any like roman dad jokes we probably wouldn't get it if, if if they did survive, but dude, I saw a Roman toilet. Uh, and you like, mean a hole in the ground? No, dude, they made they had. Uh, I, I got. Did you know about Rome? Okay. Did you know they had air conditioning? I didn't know that. All right. Did you know they had running water? I didn't know that. All right, whatever, dude. Did, <laughs> so in their running water, they actually had bathrooms. Yeah. And what it was was these two slabs of like um like stone. And there was a gap between them. And you would sit with your cheeks, one on each slab, and the gap between you would be the delivery point. And you would drop your drop your uh, your load down in there. That's what you do. And it would, like, fall into a gutter. Be and be taken out. And running water would wash it away. And it would, like, uh, it was, like, the way it was designed, it didn't splash on you and stuff. Like, they, they thought things through. They had paved roads, man. I didn't know that. The Romans yeah. were a pretty progressive group. I'll, I'll give them that. They were progressive. As pagan as they were. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But, Rosie, what do you know, man? Hey, what's up? First of all, <laughs> you didn't even ask how I was doing. I'm sorry, man. How you doing, man? Yeah, man. I'm doing well. Yeah. Hey, did you know that in uh, 1976, a Japanese porn actor <laughs> crashed an airplane in a kamikaze-style <laughs> oh, attack to kill a um, multi-million dollar, uh, multi-millionaire leader of the Yakuza. Wow. He crashed and he took an airplane, kamikaze style. He into, even dressed like a kamikaze. Into like his house? Into his house. He was a porn star? He was a porn star. <laughs> what year was this? 1976. Oh, wow. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, that so was there. long after the kamikazes were gone. Yeah. Yeah. He even got praised by one of the kamikazes that still was alive from the kamikaze squadron he was like it was good technique or something like that but he didn't kill the guy no he hit him uh he hit a different part of the house that the guy was in oh man so there you go that's a crazy did you know know? (laughs) just another one of the side effects of porn to don't do it don't watch it don't watch it yeah man oh hey (laughs) hey so this is a Interesting story. So during uh, Edward II's reign, there's this guy named John Daydras. 
who claimed that he was actually Edward the second. And uh, so, you know, so he came and he was like, I'm the rightful heir to the crown. We are switched at birth basically. <laughs> so then he challenged Edward the uh, second to a duel. If I remember correctly, he lost it. Ooh. And then he claimed his cat told him to do everything. Wait, wait, how do you, I thought a duel was, it wasn't a duel to the death. Uh, I guess not. No, he, oh, sorry. Draydas, Daydress, offered to fight Edward in single-handed combat for the throne. He was arrested. Oh, okay. And then uh, he was tried for sedition. And then he confessed that he made it up. Uh, <laughs> and he blamed his pet cat. And he claimed that it was the devil in disguise that led him astray one day. <laughs> so then they hung both him and the cat. The cat. <laughs> They hung the cat. Yeah. <laughs> they euthanized the cat by hanging. Yeah, they hung. They hung. <laughs> Can you imagine him sitting there next to the cat? It's like on a box. Yeah. It's just sitting there. What's going on, cat? And it's probably innocent. Although some people would argue that cats are the devil. Um, uh, there's some people that would, that would go that I have far. black cats. <laughs> and they, they're not. Um, they just stand over you at night when you're asleep. You don't they realize do. it. They do. Well, one of them protects me. She like watches out. That's cool. She sleeps on the edge of my bed and like <laughs> looks at all the shadow figures, I guess, and the, the weird stuff and like, doesn't do anything, just runs away. It's like, I don't know what to do for you, man. I can't protect you from this demon. Yeah. I'll just sit on your, uh, sit on your chest and put my butt in your face. <laughs> I guess that's her way of protecting me. <laughs> it's got to go through me first. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a pretty good did you know. Yeah, so. Yeah. Hey, oh, did, did you know? Did you know? That's right. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I was going to say, he's totally, you can tell how good of an actor he is right now by the way that he just said, acted surprised, because he already knows this. Oh, me? Yeah. Because I already said it on the previous episode. <laughs> so act surprised and act like, oh, I didn't know that. Right. This is my Even test. Even I told you. Yeah, yeah, because, all right, this is my test. <laughs> we never, by the way, people, our listeners don't know, whenever we do Did You Knows, you don't ever tell me. I never tell you. You never tell me beforehand. I don't know what they are. So our listeners don't know that. Oh, and we, we also got to talk about the sticker too. So go ahead, do your Did You Know, and then okay. we'll share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Sorry. Um, okay, so did you know Yeah, yeah. that in Switzerland, you can, if you apply for citizenship, yeah. you can be denied because you're too annoying what oh my no way are you kidding me that's insane yup alright repeat that again because I wasn't listening I was wait, I was concentrating on my response um, so in Switzerland the, the way so most countries if you want to get citizenship yeah. it's a federal process okay. like the United States has a federal process it's, it's the same whichever state wherever you are yeah Switzerland it's on a local local level okay so you can get denied um so basically you they're talking about the article i read this woman was like 42 had lived in switzerland from the time that she was eight years old okay she was finally like okay i'm gonna become a swiss citizen so she went to go get citizenship (laughs) and her town denied her so they do they actually do a vote in like you would just go to the public school or you know wherever they hold elections for, right? You know, city council or whatever they do, and everyone in that locale 
literally votes yes, no, we want to let him be a citizen. And so this particular woman, the one that was 42 or whatever, yeah, she, <laughs> she was <laughs> a staunch, like, in-your-face vegan. <laughs> oh, there you go. And so the sw- so her neighbors were like, no, this lady's super annoying. <laughs> and so they voted because they don't have to have a reason. They're just like, nah, she's not Swiss. That's the rest she's of the story. Yeah. yeah, she was a vegan. <clears throat> I wonder if she was like vegan and she did like CrossFit. Probably. They would be like, um, you have to leave the country. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to deport you. <laughs> You're no longer welcome here. Yeah. Dude, that's a good did you know. Yeah, it is a good did you know. That's cool. Ah, uh, what do you know, man? Oh, hey, I got two for you today. Yeah? Just because. <laughs> All right, so the first one, did you know that George Washington planned on burning down New York City? <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah, he should have. He should have. Yeah. Was it occupied by a bunch of redcoats or something? Yeah. Really? Yeah. There was oh. a the Battle of Brooklyn. Um, yeah, they lost uh, the they lost some of New York City back in uh, during the Revolutionary War. So one of the plans was just to burn it all down. Wow. Scorched earth policy. He should have. So that Right? I'm with you. I mean We would have never had that. We wouldn't I'm have, just kidding. We wouldn't have the Knicks. I got some friends that live in New York. Yeah. So it's still part of our constitutional United States, so I Yeah. I but like yeah. Might have saved us a lot of trouble down the road, George, if you hadn't done that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. But Anyways. He, he did chop down that tree. Oh yeah. So here's another story. So I got told by my dad who listens to this <laughs> podcast that uh and my mom does too, and my aunt and some other people. My do. mom listens too. All right. Well, yeah, my dad said that he enjoys the stories of like people from history, like, oh hey, did you know this happened? person in history yeah so there is this guy in london all right in uh the 1600s 1681 they called him whipping tom all right all right so what this guy would do is he'd run around (laughs) london and he would smack women on the butt (laughs) (laughs) what a perv he just run around spank him and run away he had a whip though no (laughs) his bare hands just walk up yeah that's assault <laughs> so they had a serial spanker <laughs> running loose in uh, the 1600s. Oh, what a loser. Yeah. Now they have acid attacks. I know, right? <laughs> should have burned London down, too. Should have burned London down, too. <laughs> George should have stopped in New York. He should have kept going across the should've pond. Should have burned D.C. down, too, man. The swamp. swamp. We're draining it. Need to. That's right. Anyways. Yeah. Well, we got to take care of, like, did you know? Okay. What do you know, man? Hey, did you know that during the Cold War, there was a hot dog stand in the middle of the Pentagon? Really? That that the the Russians, because they had satellites and everything, they thought that was the actual brains of the Pentagon. Because at the same, like, at the same time during the day, I'm not making this up, all these people would always go in and out of the hot dog stand. So they thought that that was like the entranceway to underneath the, uh, oh. <laughs> the, the, all of it was underneath and the actual Pentagon was just built to protect that. Like walls. Yeah. So then they had to add all this extra security to this hot dog stands <laughs> and ultimately they shut it down. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. But yeah. So did you know that? <laughs> so their satellites were not like they are today, obviously. Well, no, but I mean, it makes sense. You know, like how did, like, here's the thing. Did, how do we figure out that the Russians were in Cuba? 
satellites. Sat- satellites yeah. But what do they notice on in Cuba? Hot dog stands? No, they oh. they had a they had <laughs> soccer fields. Oh, and because Cubans play baseball, they don't play soccer. That's right. That's and Russians right. play soccer. So that's how they figured out the, the Russians were there, dude. So good job, CIA. So they could figure out stuff. So they had pretty good cameras back then. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's a good. Did you know? Yeah, here's and, another one. Just because oh, it's okay. an extra, I just had it pulled up. Did you know pumpernickel bread? <laughs> um, literally means devil's fart. <laughs> And it was named after the devil's fart because it was hard to uh, digest. <laughs> wow. It's German. There you go. Pumpernickel means devil's fart. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's awesome. Yes. Man, is it keto? No. <laughs> it's definitely no. not keto. Yeah. Uh, All right, so there you go. All right. Hey, man, what do you know? Hey, did you know that there is a place in Florida, a city, known the official title, Vernon, Florida, it is known as Nub City <laughs> because there is this craze of all these poor people yeah. having their limbs removed so they could what? get insurance money. And it's like known. <laughs> so they call this place Nub City because like every all the people there just started doing it so they can get on this insurance payout. That is so ridiculous. <laughs> so they have all these nubs. <laughs> I wonder what the most popular nub to remove is. Like you got to think it through. Like you don't, does it count for a finger or do you have to like an entire limb? Uh, limbs. Wow. Limbs. Yeah, man. Got all these double amputees. I mean, I guess would every spot be <laughs> another handicap spot? Right. Oh yeah. True. That's crazy. Yeah. Man. So there you go. So there you go. <laughs> Someone. Nub City. Yeah. Nub City. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I'm excited about. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's, moral of the story is, oh, man. Hey, what do you know, man? Oh, hey, did you know uh, that in the state of California, wait for this. All right. You cannot have, what? I was going to, I was going to hit a sound bite. But I, I, you're going to hit it when I was going to. I don't know what you're going to say. Oh. So <laughs> I was just getting ready. Okay. So in California, yeah. it is illegal to name your name, uh, to name your son, pr- presumably nowadays, you'd name your son Jose with the little, I don't know, the accent on the end. So that it's like Jose, you yeah. know, like with the Spanish accent, the little Spanish letter yeah, scribble over the top of E. Yeah. I only know like in German, the two dots over U's and O's are called umlauts. Right. Yeah. So like those things. So you couldn't have a name like Gunther. With uh, two dots, two dots over the U, because they call them diacritical marks, which is the little asterisks and something like that. Yeah, cannot have it in a child's name. Why? Only the twenty-six alphabetical characters <laughs> oh. of the English language are allowed. Jeez. So I think the people that live in California are just smoking that sticky, sticky green stuff. That is true. <laughs> they, yeah. they are smoking it. Yeah. Oh, man. And if I had a kid and the doctor was like, you can't put that on the name, I would be like, why are you gay? <laughs> yeah. That's what I would say. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And he would just say, like, oh, I don't remember. <laughs> Stupid doctors in their lab coats just hanging <laughs> oh, out, geez. like making up stuff. You're going to need one one day. You're going to need a doctor nope. one day. Yeah, you are. Nope. I wear, yeah. well, actually, I don't wear steel toed boots or anything like that. So, yeah. Uh, Let's be honest. I, I'm not around a lot of physical labor. <laughs> <That's> what, <laughs> I'm not going to step on a nail. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. That's amazing. I do stuff. You do stuff. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, yeah. 
Yeah. Cool. Good use of the sound bites. Thank you. Yeah. I thought, so I thought this was interesting. You want to know another uh, name thing? Yeah, sure. All right. So in 2013, Tennessee judge Luann Ballou ruled that a baby boy named Messiah mm. must change his name to Martin, stating that it's a title that has only been earned by one person, Jesus Christ. Oh, and now was, see, I can get behind that. And it was overturned. <laughs> oh, see, of course, because I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of babies. Housekeeping stuff. Okay. What do you know, man? Hey, did you know? Yes. That no, I just don't. There is an infamous pirate named Benjamin Hornigold, Hornigold. and he once raided a ship just to steal their hats. <laughs> their hats. Their hats. Here. What, what kind of hats? Real quick. Yeah. 1917. 17, 17. Hornigold hunted down a merchant ship off the coast of Honduras. As his crew boarded, Hornigold explained that the reason behind this particular uh, he explained the reason behind this particular plunder. He and his crew had gotten wasted the night before, and then their drunken haze threw their hats into the sea. They needed new ones, and they intended to get them the only way they knew how to do things, to get things in general. Yeah. Raiding. Steal them, yeah. The merchants of the invaded ship pleaded with the pirates to spare their lives. To their surprise, they got what they wanted. Hornigold let the bareheaded merchants continue on their journey. That's so funny. I mean, it's just so, that's so pirate. Like, yeah. Oh, get I got, drunk, I got so threw drunk. all their hats off, and they're like, we can't be pirates if we don't have hats. That's right. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Here, here's another. Uh, I'm, I've just been throwing double. It's, you have. it's honestly because I find so many, and we don't do that many. I know. We don't do enough. All right. So there's this guy who is the chief fortune writer at Wonton Foods, the manufacturer that touts itself itself as being one of the world's largest producers of fortune cookies yeah so this dude donald lau was the head writer of fortune cookie things <laughs> the writer yeah he wrote fortune cookie fortunes yeah he did it for 30 years and he retired because he had writer's block <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean i thought they just wrote like this was two years ago. He quit over writer's block. <laughs> I thought they just wrote like 10, 10 fortune cookies, like fortunes. And then they just repopulate them into all the different, you know, like print them off and just put them in all the cookies. Maybe. I mean, that's what I thought. I've gotten I, the same one like multiple times. Yeah, I can't. I don't know how. Anyways. He got writer's block. <laughs> so he just quit 30 years. I'm done. What if he's getting It's like, like there's no more for I've written all of the fortunes. He's he's getting disability or like uh what's long term disability for writer's block, block or workman's comp. Workman's maybe. comp, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So what do you know, man? Hey, did you know? I, I knew this. Okay. Did you know that Saddam Hussein? wrote a romance novel <laughs> what yeah it's called zabadiah and the king <laughs> zabadiah he it's a romance novel it was published anonymously in 2000 2000 in 2000 okay and it was actually written by saddam hussein <laughs> that is awesome yeah man was it on like the uh iraqi best bestseller <laughs> best it, it said it sold a, a million copies at 50 cents a piece? Yeah. How many people were in Iraq? <laughs> he forced it on them. Probably. It was yeah. a tax. 50 cent tax per person. You each get a book. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's funny. I wonder how good it was. I wonder if it was any good. 
I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's translated into English. Yeah. We should try. It, and, it is, yeah. Oh, we should get a copy and read read excerpts from it. Yeah, they have an English uh, edition of the novel, and it literally has a picture of Saddam Hussein. On the front? Yeah. Here, let me show <laughs> And it's one of the old ones when he's got like the gray beard and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he, he's like, oh. He's, try, he's trying to be. Maybe they put Why are you in. bringing that rope out? <laughs> Am I about to get hanged? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, so there you go. Awesome, dude. I like that one. Do you know, man? Oh, hey, did I you just, know yeah. that there is uh, any... So there's a guy yeah. in the government. They call him the beer bottle dictator. <laughs> and there's one man that has to approve every beer label design in the United States. Okay. It, wait, that's the guy. His name's Kent Battle Martin. Kent Battle Martin. And he has to approve every beer bottle label design. Yes, he approves beer bottles and labels for the Tax and Trade Bureau, a section of the Treasury Department. Wow, that's weird. That's a cool job. Though. So it says this year, which was, I don't know, because I have a copy of this. He <laughs> single-handedly approved over 29,500 beer labels. <laughs> Do you wonder if he ever just gets tired? He's just like, they said, yes. Everyone yes. says they don't like him. Oh, he's, so very, he's, he's not very nice. So he is, a, it is a battle. Yeah, so he is tensely and formally dressed on all occasions with an encyclopedic memory of beer labels. Wow. He takes his job seriously. Yes. <laughs> I would take it that he's not drinking the free samples that they I send with know. the thing. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, that's uh that's a good, that's a good did you know? Yeah. So there's, there's one guy. Yeah. There's always you know, remember the soup Nazi from Seinfeld back in the day? Yeah. No soup for you. <laughs> Except this guy. No beer bottle. No beer for you. No, yeah. no, no beer bottle label for you. No beer bottle. Yeah. I, I can't uh, say it anyways. Dude. Yeah, kind of does. But uh, anyways, uh, what do you know, man? Oh. What do you know? Oh, I'm so I was, sorry. I was ready for the other thing. Are you ready for the baby update? Yeah. Well, let's do the no, baby well, update. Well, now I pulled up the, did you know? Okay. Well, what do you know? Hey, did you know that if you want healthy cows, <laughs> you should feed them magnets? Okay. <laughs> Wait, what? How does that even make sense? So uh, the basic gist is that cows just go and like just eat off the ground, right? Yeah, the grass. Grass. Yeah. And yeah. they eat a lot of screws and nails and stuff. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it's a uh, – <laughs> I'm serious. Okay. It says when they're regularly ripping up fresh hay or grass, though, they swallow large portions with barely any chewing because they don't chew. Yeah, they swallow it down. Right. Food along with whatever nails, tacks, balling wire, and other stray pieces of metal are hiding go right down. <laughs> says all this metal eventually collects in the second stomach <laughs> the second of the four uh it says here it can become hardware disease sharp pieces can poke through the stomach and into the heart which is wow. separated only by a soft muzzle blah 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 blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that's where the magnets come in a magnet about the size and shape of a finger is placed inside some long tube and then they shove it down the cow's throat and uh sounds fun yeah uh, check out this. One report from the 1990s found that 55 to 75% of all slaughtered cows had hardware in their stomachs. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing, but that's horrible. Yeah. So, man, uh, 
Farmers feed cows. It's like, have you ever seen like when they pull sharks up at like great white sharks and stuff out yeah. and like they gut them and they find like license plates yeah. and like you, this cow gets slaughtered. You see like a watch fall out. <laughs> Why wouldn't they like do like a magnet vest rather than putting a magnet down inside their gut? Like wouldn't it be just put a super strong magnet like vest on the cow and so like it would just like make whatever is in their stomach stick to wherever side the magnet is on there. And then it goes and punctures the stomach because no. it's on the outside. What are you talking about? I don't That's know. a terrible idea. <laughs> Maybe it's not so good. I didn't think that went through. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's kind of interesting. Though. I didn't know uh, cows ate so much raw metal and just loose screws and stuff. They're on a farm. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah, never I think it of sense. it. Yeah. I, mean, I don't go on farms. so Neither do I. I don't know these things. But yeah. Uh, Oh, like what do you know, man? Yeah. Like we got a baby update to do. Oh, so. are we gonna do that? Are we gonna do the baby update now? We can do it later. We can do it. We'll put it in later. Okay, yeah. whatever. Well, hey, did you know that the Di babies that Disney used to own the rights to Insane Clown Posse music? <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> that is amazing. It yeah. doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, it, they own I mean, everything. Yeah, they own everything. So why not the Insane Clown Posse? Yeah, but they they uh they uh got rid of them in 1997. Wow, that's why because, they just disappeared. Because this one album was coming out, and they're like, "I remember that one, the controversial album." Well, all of them are. Like, Wasn't yeah. there? Didn't their label drop them? Yeah, Disney. Was so. Did, what, what, was the, what was the name of the label? Do you I remember? I think they made some new one. Like I think it was DreamWorks. Probably. I think Dreams, DreamWorks was Disney's yeah. record label. Hmm. Well, there you go. Yeah. So they. Uh, so they used to be owned by Disney. That's crazy. Yeah. On. Yeah. Um. So what do you know, man? Oh, hey. Oh, my. <laughs> Did you know that I got, I got two for you today? Yeah. So I'm just going to read the numbers because it's going to be too hard. Okay. But 111111111. So nine ones. Okay. Times nine ones. Yes. Equals one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Oh, wow. Isn't that kind of cool? That's awesome. That is very cool. Yeah. I guess there's some mathematical reason for that, huh? Yeah. Also, did you know that the theory of Anne Frank being a lesbian was started by Ellen DeGeneres? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard that before? That like, oh, Anne Frank was a lesbian. She was a secret lesbian. No, I'd never heard that. Why, um, why would Ellen make that up? Why would she say that? Well, here you go. The theory of Anne Frank being a lesbian was started by Ellen DeGeneres after a few pages from her diary, which were originally withheld from publication by her father, Otto Frank, were finally publicized. However, these interest, uh, yeah, it says that she might have been a little curious. And she wasn't a lesbian. Uh, but uh, despite this, and I'm not going to read the quote because it's uh, dirty. Uh, despite this, DeGeneres insists Anne was a full-on lesbian and wants her to be recognized as an icon of LGBT pride in the face of fascism. Oh. So if you there ever you heard go. that thing about Anne Frank being a lesbian, it's not true. It's not true. And Ellen DeGeneres made it up. She's a liar. Shame on you, Ellen. Shame on you, Ellen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for straightening that out for me. I yeah. was lost sleep wondering if yeah. Anne Frank was... Uh, yeah, so... But, Hey, uh, what do you know, man? Oh, hey. Yeah, so I'm going to read this a little bit, but did you know that an Ethiopian king um, was so impressed by electric chairs that he eventually had one that he used as a throne? 
an electric chair yeah. as a throne. Yeah, because they – so he uh, – I'll just read this <laughs> real quick. On August 6, 1890, the first electric chair in history was put into use in the death chamber of Auburn Prison, New York, in distant – I can't pronounce that. It's now called Ethiopia. Emperor Melanek II heard about it and decided this new way, method of execution should become part of his modern, modernization plan for his country. Immediately, he put in an order for three electric chairs from the American manufacturer. When the chairs arrived and were unpacked, the emperor was mortified to find out that they wouldn't work because they didn't have any electricity <laughs> in Ethiopia. Uh, determined that his investment would not be completely wasted, he adopted one of the electric chairs as his imperial throne. <laughs> that sounds like something out of a comic strip or something. Hey, man, it's real life. That's crazy. That's Ethiopia, baby. That's Ethiopia <laughs> from the 1800s. Yeah. They haven't progressed too, too much from there. But they might have electricity. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, hey, if you listen from Ethiopia, thanks for joining. Sorry, in. man. Yeah. But hey, what do you know, man? Hey, did you know that in 1788, there was a doctor's riot in New York City? <laughs> no. That was... Uh, it led to Wait, 20 people dying. A doctor's riot? Yeah. Okay. So they used to, back in the day, they would, uh, medical schools would just take dead bodies out of the ground, right? To exhume and do- Cadavers? Ca well, yeah. Except cadavers were like donated. Oh. This is 1788 and back oh. in the 1700s, they would just take them. Like, hey, we'll just dig up the grave. <laughs> He's dead. What does he yeah. care? Yeah. Um, so there's this guy in April, 1788, a group of kids were playing outside one a New York hospital. Yeah. And next to this room where there's a this student like making, you know, doing Work, working, working on, on a body. Working on, yeah. And so the student pulled up this arm and he waved it at the kid <laughs> and he said, This is your mom's arm. No, he did. Yeah. So the kid ran home. This is like a problem that they had been working with laws to pass to like not do this, but the doctor's like, whatever, we need bodies. And they just kept doing it. So the kid went home, ran to the dad, and they this mob <laughs> approach and just ran to the thing. They said there was 2,000 people that <laughs> just ran to these hospitals. All the hospitals in New York City, they just ran and started, all oh, the doctors started hiding. And it said, oh my gosh. Uh, so they, ins they, they, as they assembled in front of the courthouse and threw rocks, militia and cavalry were called in to repel them. <laughs> the riot lasted a few days, ceasing when Governor Clinton sent the militia to patrol the streets until a calm environment was ensued. At least three rioters and three militiamen died in the confrontation. Wow. Some estimate up to 20 dead. And uh, the well, protesters also destroyed all available human specimens. So they... So the doctors didn't have any bodies. Yeah. Well, they had the new dead. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> the new 20 people. Yeah. Uh, dude, that's crazy, dude. Yeah. So well, the only thing I would say is like, was that kid's mom really dead? And I think it didn't say, but I think oh, so. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, well, what? That's messed up. Yeah. You take my mom? It was mom? just bad. Uh, I, yeah. think, I don't think the kid, that the student would have known that the kid's right. mom was dead. Yeah, right. How would yeah. he know? So. That's funny though. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> so there's a, there's a. Did you know? Did you know? You had a couple of riots that started in history. One from a fart. One from a fart. Killed, <laughs> one from killed a... thousands of people. That's right. And then there's one that started with mooning. That's right. Killed. That's right. I forgot about that. He mooned them. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh man. So that's good. All right.
Thanks for listening to the All Out War podcast today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to know more, you can visit us on the web at alloutwar.us or you can find us on Twitter at alloutwarcast. Hey, thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you.